Bros Podcast. Conversations on beer. Random other stuff. Episode number eight. I'm Tyler Palmer. I'm Ezzy Haft. Ba-bam. Yeah. Ba-bam. When we ba-bam. get an intro right, it's ba-bam. Ba-bam. Yeah, I don't know why. I'll take it. Whatever. Okay. Um, as far as corrections, I guess that in last episode we are calling old Jimmy Cox, Jimmy Cox, because it's spelled K-O-C-H. Yeah. But this Looks fucking right. asshat pronounces it Jimmy Cooks. It was brought to our attention by our friend uh, Cheesy Ray Vaughn. Yeah, I just, I don't believe that you, how do you get Cook out of that? Yeah, K-O-C-H is Cox. Did he go to the Brett Favre School of Spelling and Reading and... Favre? 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 Favre. Favre I mean, Cock, Fe- Cock Cook? Cook? You mean Breed Favre? Breed Favre. And his name is Jamal Cooks. Cook. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, Jimmy Cox is Jimmy Cooks, according to him. Um, the other, the only other thing was we had mentioned Bobby's uh, email, our second email last episode, and he was asking about camo uh, beer he used to drink it in the 40s, and... The 40-ouncer, not the 1940s. Yeah, uh, I can't find it anywhere, man, so you might be right. Like, I think they may have gone out of business like they have no web presence other than that everyone rates them as one of the shittiest beers ever made so (laughs) yeah so i think that's about it thanks everyone that's been listening and chiming in what are we getting into today dude we're gonna jump into a little beverage called whole garden which is going european again again yeah and i don't know what kind of spawned this i think we're looking more towards what the beer's made out of as opposed to because we haven't done like a wheat beer or wit beer or you know something of this variety so yeah i think that's why we chose that and then realized just now you're like oh that's two euros back to back it is two euros back to back which i i don't mind at all it's just um i think it's also the fact that we both like this beer yeah like you brought it up and i was like yeah that's a good it's not steeped as beer. frat boy champagne so yes. i think we're in the clear yes. is actually getting it's not back a bottle to beer. of kooks no it's not something you hold and do duck face and do a selfie with it's something you actually it is, drink it is not a popped collared beer no no, no we are drinking the 12 ounce bottles yep um so let's analyze the can start at the tip let's, let's canalize this can or bottle well remember it was either we get full <laughs> throttle on the bottle or Ooh, we analyze the can so yeah you're stick right with analyzing the can it just sounds better it sounds so much better you're right uh I want to start off though. This bottle shape, like it's got a lovely little bulge neck on it that just it's it's sexy. Girl's got a little muffin top on her. Yeah, yeah, mm. like a little cushion for the pushing. It's it's beautiful. Got a little something on her, baby. But I'm I'm jumping ahead. Let's uh let's start at the tip. Start at the bottle cap. So yeah, we have an all silver bottle cap with the, just the logo type in white outlined in blue. What uh, is that? Uh, what's that font? It's kind of a. It's actually. Um, it's not a font you can get on a computer, but it is a modernized modernized version of um, black lettering, which is a form of calligraphy that okay. they invented in the Middle Ages. And so the most common form of black lettering you'll see is like Old English. Like, yeah. Right. Right. You know, like the Compton hat, easy wears, or you know, um, shit out of Hitler's fucking style guide, and you're like, oh, okay, this stuff's hardcore. So this is a softened up version of that. You'll look at the letter forms, they're more round. Yeah, I'm definitely not getting like a Nazi vibe from no. it. No. <laughs> it's um, more friendly. And you I'm not see. getting like a Cholo vibe from it either. No, so. no, no. So somewhere yeah. in between Nazi and Cholo. <laughs> Here lies the softer is the version. Of garden. That. I but hope we're I also hope we're pr- pronouncing that correctly. Whole garden. I think. Hogarden? I don't know. I'm not from I don't know. Belgium, so I couldn't... Hogarden? I don't know. I don't know if it's... Horse garden. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if it's a Flemish thing. Oh, like you add the like. Yeah. I want to just Americanize it and be like Ho Garden. Ho Garden. That's what I'm going to pronounce it. Ho Garden. I hope that doesn't offend anyone. No. Yeah. That's where uh, pimps get their 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 ladies from the Ho Garden. Yeah, from the Ho Garden. Man. The dump bum. <laughs> Fucking file. Okay, and on to the neck label. Yeah. So. <laughs> God, sick transition tie. <laughs> Uh, so neck label kind of represents bottle cap branding, silver band on top, bookended by silver band in the middle or bottom, and in the middle you have a nice beige. Yeah, it's kind of this weird like light yellow little gradient running through the middle. Goes yeah, white yeah, it kind of looks like it's faded. It looks like um old like old paper basically. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to take a stab at a... <laughs> Damn it, I was just going to ask you. Nope, you, pop, dude. Pop quiz hotshot. What's it say underneath? <laughs> oh, garden. Only filtered van neutral travel. I'll take the next one. Okay. Non-filtre naturalement And then, finally, some English. <laughs> Unfiltered naturally cloudy. Fuck. Our, yeah, three uh, languages four, on there. Yeah. What do you think they are? I'm guessing... Uh, First one would probably be Dutch or Flemish or whatever the fuck, and then the non-filtered one's probably French. You think so? The uh, non-filtered, non-filtered, naturellement, Yeah, that sounds sounds all right. I don't Froggy. know. <laughs> and jump down to the main label. Well, on that sexy oh, bubble neck of the bottle, there yeah, is. Right. Uh, I can't really tell what it is, but there's some Emboss. sort of. It's the logo. Is that what it is? Yeah, and you'll get a representation of that in the main label. So Okay, so down to the main label. What is the logo? So there is a shepherd's crook, and there is also this thing that people are like, no, that's a trident. It's actually an old beer mash. For oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Um, the two tapestries on either arm, one's decorated, one's more plain. Well, it's getting... It's, it's basically two... two um, Oh, they're two coats of arms yes. stacked on top Thank of you, each yeah. other. And then and each, each one... Go on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just trying... Yeah, so each one has a hand holding a staff, um, and the hand has... Uh, over the arm, there's a... Uh, dra- like draped a piece tapestry, of Tapestry, yeah. Yeah, tapestry. Some sort. And one has this crosshatch pattern, which I don't know if it's specific to the era or area. And I think if this is an old logo thing, which it probably is, like, I think the shepherd thing, they may not be sheep herders there, it could be more towards being a secular style of art, really. You know, they're Christian, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of medieval art before this, uh, at this time in 1445, which we'll get into, all kind of had something to do with um, Jesus. Right. So that's probably the shepherd reference. If not, they're sheep herders. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next to that, the hands holding the beer masher. Yeah. Which is, that's dope. That that, Part of their craft. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what that, it looks, it basically looks like a, Waffle iron? Kind yeah. Of, I don't know how to, like, uh, yeah, like, a, a, like a batter mixer. It's a four-up grid. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's it's definitely a, it's a trident for uh, kids, so they don't get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something simple, like no sharp points. No sharp points, but you get the idea. And so above that in the center label, it says the original Belgian wheat beer. And on either side of that, it says, well, on one side it says Agno, and on the... Uh, other side it says 1445 so and then we have another uh, emblazed whole garden logo type below the uh, what as you just described the year the crest and then below that we have wit blanche which uh, means wheat or white wheat <laughs> that's right no it means white right 
maybe blonde. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, because a bunch wit, of different fucking wit beer, wit beer is white. Yep. Beer and blanche is obviously would be come like blanco. It's white as well. So I think it's just <laughs> saying white, white, white. Like, this is, yeah, this is super. <laughs> this beer is just super white. It's. Maybe it's hidden. Maybe they're just kind of taking the edges off being Aryan. Yeah, yeah. Here, like, white, white. So at the very bottom, going along the bottom arc of the center circular label, it says, uh, wheat beer brewed with spices. And this bottle is apparently only 11.2 fluid ounces. Cheated. Thick glass. Yeah. 4.9% uh, alk by vol. What a bunch um, of shit. Oh, and then on the back of the bottle, they've got, you know, the standard recycling amounts and government warnings um but it also has a little description at the top and then something kind of cool along the sides that you were yeah they have a little infographic on how to enjoy it um i guess with this beer you're supposed to drink it out of a hexagonal glass um and you're supposed to freeze that thing and then pour two-thirds of your glass into there after that you swirl the bottle around and then you pour the rest in to form the head quite the process yeah it sounds like a pain in the ass to just enjoy a simple why beer. would you give this to me as a drinking vessel if i'm supposed to do all that <laughs> yeah that, that's I it's mean, cool t- tons I, of tons of beers do that they're like best enjoyed out of a frosty glass You're like, yeah yeah it is but the fact is like it's it's, it's in a bottle and it's gonna still taste good in the bottle you know mm-hmm. i'm still drinking it out of glass so also uh what i noticed when we're working our way through the label is the Typography is also um, oh down on the bottom there, like the ass of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some raised uh, lettering. Yeah, along. it's embossed. Yeah, but it's upside down. It says which whole you garden. can read when you are chugging this. I guess so. Yeah, or pouring it into a you hexagonal no. glass. That's like reading ambulance in your rearview mirror. <laughs> ambulance. Ambulance. Also on the back label, it has a little description that says a delicious and surprising, refreshing taste naturally cloudy and brewed using a unique recipe of wheat malted barley and a subtle hint of coriander and orange peel i'll be the judge of that yeah you call it what you want i'm gonna call it beer in my mouth in about two seconds here i think it's about time to tap into a verdict do you want to cheers anything before we do that uh i don't know you got anything better to cheers to no no not right now i don't know oh no yeah, fuck it. We'll yeah, cheers just, to being cheers, thirsty. Cause cheers to us, right yeah. Here, cheers, cheers to, to us, cheers to you. <laughs> oh, I love tapping into a verdict. Me too. Go ahead, say Do you it. want me to bring up the fact that you just spilled all over yourself? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> was so just, thirsty. You just drooled. And that's like, not drool, that's beer vomit. You know like when um, you chug something too fast and it kind of comes out of your nose? He yeah. basically did that. Yep. Uh, it pumped up real quick. And it then came you, all and over my face, neck and chest. <laughs> what do you? Uh... So you must really like this beer if it's if you're gonna let it come all over you. No, I was just kind of excited to get a little minor buzz on. Uh, yeah, to be honest, <laughs> we've been blatted for so long. Mm. Um... So yeah, let's tap into a verdict. What do you? Uh, what are you thinking? What are your initial thoughts? Tangy, good. I'm not a coriander expert, but it's in there. You can taste it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can taste the you can taste the uh, orange peel as well. I guess it has that uh, aroma. We're not sniffing to, it now. Is that yeah, well, no, not to get all like uh, wine connoisseur on it, but like it, it definitely does. Taste, you but... can you can smell the orange peel. Yeah, you can you smell can. the coriander in it. Um, it does have that beautiful uh, like wheat 
taste, the unfiltered. There's a little punch to it. Yeah. And there's a little tang to it. I think that's what I like. It's mm-hmm. just that nice tangy snap to it. It kind of adds a refreshing factor. Yeah, it's nice and it's light, but has a lot of flavor, yeah. which I like. The flavored tones do seem to be like muted, though. It's not like overpowering. No, they're nulled out, you for know? sure. Um, I get that. It doesn't taste a lot like beer, beer, you know, no. like you're not, I don't get the malt. No. But I don't get, I don't get uh, hops really at all. You know what I can start to tell since I've been holding on to this thing for a little while? As it gets warmer, this is going to taste like pure <laughs> urine. <laughs> You think so? Like I just lick the bottom <laughs> of a fucking ballpark urinal. That's just, this thing. Well, maybe that's it's why it gets so funky when it's warm. <laughs> maybe that's why they uh, make it only eleven point two fluid ounces. I think that's why you have to pour it into a frozen hexagonal <laughs> glass. So you have to cryogenically freeze this beer to enjoy it. I could see. Yeah, if you picked up like a warm one of these, <laughs> it would not go. It would taste no. like um, like warm milk. <laughs> Which just never sounds Not good. old milk, just, just warm, warm milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> just we left warm some milk. milk out for you. Would you like to enjoy it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that said, as it as it's cold right now, I I enjoy this. Um, I do too. It's it wouldn't be like a go to everyday beer for me. No, but like I could see showing up to a party with a six pack of this and not aiding myself. Yeah. I I, I would probably want to share it with friends. I wouldn't want to drink like just a I wouldn't no. I wanna pick up a six pack to drink and watch football all day, you know? No, I wouldn't want to charge to a six or But I would party. have one or two and enjoy them. Yeah. On a scale of uh one to Cobro, what do you I mean, are you ready to give it a I need a give it a rating time. or you want you want to take another another taste? I'll take another taste. Alright. Cheers to us again. Mm-hmm. Cheers to our listeners. All four of you, I could, I could, I rate it up like high up there. It's yeah. good, you know. It's above average for better sure. Better than mixed tail. <laughs> Everything will be. I think that's the worst thing we've had. Yeah. Um, would it be something creepy carpus would want to steal <laughs> or hold scared. ransom? <laughs> I, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I would. It's would a passerby. Do that. I would actually say that this is a perfect season to be drinking it. Autumn. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's something about it screams kind of like Oktoberfest. Uh, that autumn season change, oh, you know. One Decobro, better than pumpkin spice. <laughs> That's a lot of things. Yeah, better than pumpkin spice lattes, better pumpkin spice Tampax, better than pumpkin spice... Better than PSL? <sighs> Shit. <laughs> um, it's better than Halloween decorations that went up in September. Oh, God. Better than Thanksgiving decorations that are up now. And better, better than, than Christmas, Christmas decorations that will be up next week. That I still have hanging in the house. Well, yeah, I never take those down. No. It's just always, a lot easier. Yeah. Leave those lights up, son. <laughs> it's almost PSL. <laughs> that said, I do kind of consider wheat beers to be sort of like a pumpkin spice latte of beer, you know? It's getting filling already. This is first beer of the day. I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. You know? It's it's good, though. Like, it's it's got it's flavor. It's hearty. Yeah, it's hearty but a light beer and it's only 4.9%. Like it's yeah. not super malty, it's not super hoppy. It's just it's a good flavorful light beer. Do you want to get into what distinguishes um a wit beer? A wit beer? A wit beer? Yeah. So, uh yeah, we can do that. Basically, a wit beer and a white beer are they're different. But they're different, similar. but they're very very similar. So, if you've had one, you've kind of had the other um 
like sleeping with twins. <laughs> exactly. If you had one, <laughs> you've kind of had the kind other. of had the other. So a wit beer, it's um, I mean, it is Belgian style beer. It's yeah. definitely uh, known to, be, to to come from uh, Belgium, and uh, it's always like kind of cloudy, kind of milky, and it's because it's not usually filtered. But what I'm makes a describe things a wit beer? Um, or a wheat beer uh, different, or a wit beer different than a wheat beer. Is that the uh, coriander and the uh, is that, orange? Yes. The spices? That they uh, add coriander and orange peel um, along with a bunch of other spices. But like, as long as, if it has coriander and orange peel in it, that makes it a wit beer. Wheat beer. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, it's basically the same as a white beer. Yeah. Just spiced up yeah they're both i mean they're both cloudy they're both um kind of from belgium from that area uh, which could kind of segue us into the history a little bit because the reason why they added this is to make it less sour the reason they added what the coriander and the uh, orange peel oh is that so yeah how do you know that i did some reading okay cool i learned this new <laughs> thing reading I used to just look at the words and be mem- mesmerized at this maze of symbols. Yeah. So while we, why don't we get into their history? Because on the on the label it says uh, Anno fourteen forty five. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's Italian. Yeah. That's there's that's, a mash of that's fucking languages on here. Before Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's true. So this is some old ass beer. Yeah, it's like medieval and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's 570 years. We'll go with 570 years, yeah, totally. Nailed it. That said, I can't believe that there's a brewery that has lasted 570 years. That's like multiple world wars and... Mm. Um, yeah, crusades. Other crus- yeah. All sorts <laughs> of shit. Other shit going on. Well, I don't think it's one brewery. I think it's actually just the recipe. Ah, uh, that would make a lot more sense. Whole Garden is the name of the town. And I guess and it that's was... in France. No, oh. uh, it's in Belgium. Oh, because this is a Belgian beer. Yeah, but back then I think it was like <laughs> Flanders or something like that. <laughs> no, that's the name yeah. of the oh, part. Yeah, yeah. You like... know, all that Dutch ass shit was like, I don't know. They spoke Flemish in Flanders or whatever. It was old Foundland. Old Foundland. <laughs> yeah, there's new. Yeah, <laughs> it was old Brunswick. Old... <laughs> Old York. It was Old York. <laughs> it was Old York. <laughs> Back in Old Yorkin days. Uh, old Yorkinsaw. Yeah, so a bunch of monks got together and they decided to kind of, instead of just uh, following away books in the library, they want to get drunk. And they made beer. How dare they? How dare they? Why would you want to have a good time when you've devoted your life to religion? So instead of making wine, which would be the blood of Christ, they made beer, which is the whiz of Christ, I imagine. In their minds, so, right. oh, if we're gonna scale drink of one blood. to Cobros, it's the Whiz of Christ. It's the Whiz of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we finally figured it out. Is the golden shower frame? The golden Jesus shower, himself. the face, neck, and chest in my mouth. Jesus, oh, well, thanks, Jesus, because this is delicious. Mm. You know, I was worried about it getting warm in my hand, but uh, it goes <laughs> down really, really easily. When it's warmer? No, no, just <laughs> I, it's not even getting you're, a chance to get point. warm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the recipe was started in 1445. Yeah. Um, and it was brewed by monks. How How is it now in, whatever, 570 years later in my hand? In your hand. Um, well, probably... What happened? happened? Well, we kind of... When we were doing our research, we didn't find a lot of history between 1445 
1957. We know... Other than that, there's a shit ton of beer being made in Hogarden. Yeah, I mean, they go from one point where they're like, oh, you know, there's four... or Actually, no, there's 12 breweries brewing this style of beer at one time that jumped up to 36. And then 1957, the last brewery with that recipe closes in that city. That's so weird that, like, it made it all the way to, like, 1957, that there was breweries, and I imagine successful breweries. Yeah. And then... 1957, like yeah, like, that's the it year. It's it down to like one, like like you survive World War One, you survive World War Two. Just in as between a t- that, just as a town, you survived it. You know, like, yeah, you, you didn't get bombed out by the Blitzkrieg. Know? Yeah, you survived depression in between those two wars, and then like, oh, I guess it's just kind of like the 50s. Um, are we if, done? I wonder if there's just like a sober movement or something that like swept something through dumb. <laughs> Like, nah, I don't. I feel like uh, making that delicious beer recipe. Much like we couldn't really work our way through a six pack of this all together, they didn't really want to finish it. Like, I don't want to brew that anymore. Yeah, it's just uh, too much. Just now. I, I got this Coors tan can in my hand, and it's fucking good. <laughs> this stuff is just—it's just Jesus whiz. If they closed in '57, they must have reopened since we're drinking it right now. That's true. Uh, Ten years later, 1967, they reopened. And who wasn't there? There was a. It was the, like, local milkman, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, like, <laughs> brewed it out of the bathtub, and then he, like, used a well, lemonade stand. Um, um, no, so it was uh, Pierre, Pierre Sellis. Yeah. And he was the local milkman, and he had grown up, like, next door to one of the breweries and helped occasionally with the brewery. Just wanted to keep the tradition alive. Yeah. He just tries to, like revive the style and he starts the the brewery was called the sluice oh the brewery was called the sluice yeah no, i think yeah, hogarden's still like the type of this type of beer that yeah. they they were making and he starts it all up again in his hayloft i don't know yeah i don't know how that sounds works. like some backdoor uh, yeah. barn action that i don't really care to but yeah he stuck with he stuck with the you know traditional ingredients you know he yeah he tried to keep the, it as real as he could coriander he did the orange peel and you were saying uh, the we... orange peel comes from a weird um, comes from uh, Curacao, which sounds Portuguese to me. I didn't do any extra research on that, so if you want to fucking call us out and do it, or if we want to use this for a correction next episode, but whatever. that's the orange peel is called Curacao, right? No, it comes from a place called oh, okay. Curacao. Um, that's where those oranges came from. So I think it's kind huh. of something in maybe south of Portugal. So um, one of the characters in the letter has that like C with the sank on it, and so that looks like we'll have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. So you know, it probably has a climate similar to Southern California, where they grow all the oranges. So probably, you know, from there. Yeah, that uh, Peter Sellis, not to be confused confused with uh, Peter Sellis. Sorry, Pierre <laughs> Sellis, not to be confused with <laughs> Peter Sellis. Or Peter Sellers. <laughs> Jesus Peter Christ. Sellers. I'm going to be going like... So yeah, we're going to be scrubbing through some... Basically, if I call him Peter Sellers, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. There's no fighting in the war room. <laughs> <laughs> but he reopened it in 67, and they were successful for almost 20 years, right? Yeah, up until a point where the brewery, um, the flagship brewery, burnt down to the ground. Who do you think that was like responsible for that? Fucking Heineken, for sure. You think so? Yeah. I was going to say like, creepy carpus. I don't know. Like or Jesus got, or Jesus got pissed that they kept calling they, it Jesus. Oh Wiz. man, they're probably holding some like cult ass activity in there, and then Jesus was turned into fire, and they saw the light. <laughs> and Jesus turned his whiz into fire, mm. much like water into wine. His pee turned into fire. And on the two hundred eighty eighth day of the year, he created tract infections. 
and burnt <laughs> the whole garden brewery down. Jesus, your beer whiz tastes like fire. <laughs> yeah, it's with an unsavory <laughs> Mary. Mary. Oh, man. Three crap jokes from Ty. <laughs> so those fuckers... <laughs> so the brewery burns down in 85. Yeah. We're, we're nothing but we little lads. Yeah, we were four years old. The Heidi Grasshopper. And yep. we almost didn't experience this beer. It almost never made it to our mouth grapes. They're basically demolished. Yep. As like a beer, like your brewery burns down. Like there's nothing you can do. But it's the Belgian way of like brewers stick together. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a brewer's code, which is fucking awesome. It's different. It you know it's not a system based in capitalism. We're like okay, we're gonna make a drink. Everybody's gonna love it. We're gonna sell the shit out of it. Distribute it and like you know cover this area and then like yeah we're Belgium's, Coca-Cola fuck you Belgium's not a eastern bloc country either and you know they may have a little bit of Marxist ideals but they wanted to keep the recipe intact the and alive yeah and so other brewers stepped in and like actually yeah. helped Fun him rebuild back. yeah like that's pretty awesome like other other companies uh, don't do that. They just buy each other yeah. out or maybe leave a brewery vacant. Yeah, or or they're like, awesome, the competition's gone. Yeah. You know, like, that's more money for us. Instead, um, Interbrew, which was the largest brewery at the time in uh, Belgium, loans uh, Peter Sellis a bunch of... Like Pierre 60... Sellis a bunch of money Yeah, uh, to rebuild, and yeah, he does. Rise from the ashes, and... Uh... However... What happens then? Well, in doing so, he feels like they are trying to just mass market it. Like, they basically now have a stake in his company and his brew, you know. And they also even felt it's like a local brew. wanted to take out some ingredients, too, to kind of make it more, have more mass appeal as well. Oh, did they? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Like, they okay. try to make it a little more friendly, a little more easier to drink. Probably try to turn it into a light beer. <laughs> Probably like, just, like, less coriander. Like, just a little. Like, <laughs> nah, less white, more light. <laughs> So because of that, he, Peter, or Pierre, god damn it, Peter Sellis. Peter Sellis. <laughs> Peter Sellis. That's just what it's going to be now. Yeah. So Pierre Sellis. Jim Cock and fucking yeah. Peter Sellis. <laughs> it's all Jimmy Cock and Peter Sellis. You guys. Um, so he ends up just selling it to him. Uh, the brewery to InBev. Interbrew. I think Interbrew changed their name. They came with another conglomerate and changed it InBev. Right, yeah, they they merged with uh, American Beverage, or Ambev, and renamed InBev. (laughs) So anyways, he um, sells it to Interbrew, and he actually leaves and starts the uh, Cellus Brewery in Austin, Texas. He comes to the States. Comes to the States. Yeah. Make it big. And they actually had, like I think, a little bit of uh, success, and he started brewing a beer described as the original Hoe Garden Recipe. So I'm assuming that there was some sort of tension and that the inter-Bev uh, version of Hogarden was probably different than his ver- version. Yeah, he probably tasted me like, this. no, this isn't right. So this he's is made, not what I remember yeah. from my father's, from my grandfather's. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. From my childhood of living next to the fucking We brewery. can't just get Portuguese yeah. fucking oranges. There's oranges over here. So they probably... <laughs> he's like, no, we got to make it right. But he... You know, has some sort of success brewing this, as he called it, original uh, Hoe Garden recipe in Austin, Texas. And eventually it's um, bought by Miller. Uh, and then Miller ultimately closed down the brewery and sold all the equipment um, and the brand name to Michigan Brewery Company. And then they eventually went under. So that was kind of his story, the founder's 
story. He never fully moved to the U.S. I think he probably went back to he Belgium. Was in, uh, yeah, you probably get homesick. But I mean, you go to hot ass to Austin, Texas, and I feel like he has kids still in the U.S. I probably read that somewhere, but I didn't explore it because it's yeah. really neither here nor there. But they, who knows? Maybe they're brewing some other sweet beer that we will discover in another I think episode. There's a few other varieties of uh, Whole Garden they branched out to a few other flavors, and that was the founder's story. Whole Garden as the beer is the what what we're drinking right now. It continued on. And basically, it's uh, has been owned uh, still, by Interbrew and still owned by them. Although I think they've merged with Miller Anheuser. Again? No, no, I think they merged with Anheuser. Anheuser. Gotcha. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So it's now owned by Anheuser, but it's still made in Belgium. Yeah, um, brewed by Imbev in Belgium. Yeah. The only crazy uh, thing that happened was that Imbev was going to close the factory, the brewery in. Um, Hogarth in, in 2006 they announced that they would close it yeah not stop production of the beer but close, close that brewery. Ha, that brewery and brew it in um and at that, oh, that point God. I think there's probably the only one there yeah I think so I, well I think it's been the only one since 1985 I'm sure there's probably now there's probably a few other microbrews maybe I don't know I've never been to Hogarth in, in yeah we yeah, I just I've never visited I've never stopped by it. yeah yeah I haven't had the time I've, it's been on my list of uh, <laughs> things to just do oh the whole garden factory no way yeah way let's yeah, go let's go it looks great it's from 1985 it's no four years younger than you it's got a <laughs> this is vintage from 1445 eh yeah yeah I'd feel like Clark Griswold at the fucking Grand Canyon with yeah. that bit like so this is it huh yeah. looks around shakes his head yeah Looks around. All right, let's go. Cool. Well, back <laughs> let's pack it up, and we're done. Um, so yeah, they threatened to close. Well, they said they they planned to close, and they were going to move the production to um, oh Jupiter Jupiter Jupiter. I can't. Yeah, hard to pronounce. J u p i l l e, which was where um, Imbev's largest brewery already was. So they figured they could just switch. Um, but you know what? Brewing it's it there. Not a city named Holgarden. Yeah. So what happened? The people of Hogarden fucking rose up. Put uh, up. They no. protested and they were bummed. Yeah. It turns out, like... But it helps. This beer is what they're known for. It's yeah. their largest uh, it's export. And it's also their largest employer. It pl- employs everyone there. Yeah. So. <laughs> they would have been devastated had, had uh, InBev actually gone through with that plan. But instead, they uh, in 2007, they decided to stay there. Got funded by 60 million euros. Yeah. Dropped, they dropped a shit ton of money into it and rebuilt the facilities. Where the town actually is. So we are drinking a town name. Can I we? like the trend, though. I like the trend of, you know, naming your beer after your city. Oh, yeah, yeah. For so, us to be able to go and pick up a six-pack in the Hogarden is pretty... That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really cool. It's signs of a good beer. Yeah, I mean, before I even knew this was a town name, I'm like, oh, it's probably just, you know, a fucking corporate sponsor on a Formula One car. Yeah. Hogarden. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Hogarden car. It's, it's coming Hogarden. down this whole stretch <laughs> in last place. And it's in flames. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there anything else you really want to say about this... This beer? I don't think so. I think, uh... You know, it's high on the totem pole. It's not number one. Uh, definitely not number one. It's probably the most popular wheat beer. Yeah. I like um, it better than Blue Moon. Oh, I, the, I was actually going to bring up Blue Moon um, Does that at have, some point. That, is that, that a, That's the probably most well-known American wheat beer would be Blue Moon. Yeah. All in all, it's, it's good. It's probably 
the second most popular because I do believe that Blue Moon's more popular. Yeah, in in the U.S. Um, yeah, and that's made in the U.S. too. Yeah, but it's a, uh, and we will do. I think we'll do Blue Moon at some point. We'll probably need yeah. a, need a break. This isn't a beer that I'm gonna want to drink all the time. No. Um, just as far wheat beers in general, like they're not my not go-to in my beers. Powers, yeah. But they're definitely like a nice, um, just the occasional beer. You know, occasional like I need something different. I'm gonna have a wheat beer. It's also nice if you go to a bar and you see the shit they have on tap and there's nothing like it's all like it's a double IPA and it's a stout and it's just all this super heavy shit. They'll usually have at least one like yeah. wheat beer if they don't have like a, a, a pilsner and you can be like, oh, at least there's a wheat beer that's not fucking super heavy and super gnarly. Yeah. In this, I, I was kind of got really lucky with finding this too I just got it at Fred Meyer I was thinking that it'd be kind of another voyage like uh, Iron City was yeah <laughs> like, that's I mean that's that's I, a good point it's easy to find that, that it is a right in the it, supermarket yeah and that's kind of what when I was saying that it's popular is that the, you can simply go to like a Fred Meyer's or to like your a grocery store and get it and you don't have to go to like the yeah the, the beer store plaid. yeah 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 exactly so it's uh, Jesus Whiz and it's good yeah, I recommend it. Uh, if you want something different, something that's not a uh, super hoppy, something that has good flavor but still light, do it. Get Thanks for listening, guys. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Cobras Podcast at Cobras, Cobras Podcast uh, on the old uh, email, uh, Cobras Podcast at gmail dot com. Gmail, Gmail, Gmail. Okay, say it right. And um, our web presence is cobraspodcast.tumblr.com. Um, keep listening. Rate if us. If you want to. Rate yeah. us or don't. Rate. Write a review on iTunes if you listen to it that way. If not, keep listening to it however you do. I guess what we're getting at is an interactive podcast. There's been limited interaction. We'd like a little bit more. Yeah. As far as words, we have tons of hearts and likes and stuff. And oh, I'd love like yeah more more words. Ask us questions. Send us emails. Make fun of us. Make give us suggestions. You know, uh, we will address anything that comes to us um, as long as it's not just like you suck your mother's cock and be like. Well, we'll read that out loud. We'll read it, but we're not going to really expound on it. No. Um, so yeah. just yeah, if you like it, like it. Let us know that you like it. If you don't, let us know that you don't, and why. Yeah. Write an essay. Get your fucking blue book out. Number two pencil. Or just keep on hating. The, you need a Ticonderoga pencil. No mechanical pencils, and you need to fill that shit out. What would that number be? Two. And an HB lead. Get it right. I'm only going to say it once. All right. That so that's takes us out. GoPro's podcast. Conversations on beer. Random other stuff. I'm Tyler Palmer. I'm Ezzy Half. Bye. Look at me. Are you sure you can afford it? It was a Friday night, everybody was drinking The ladies were upset cause the breath was stinking And it won't be long till we start to bump Cause double gonna get drunk buddy Best one's gonna get drunk buddy Everybody get drunk buddy And 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 Crack the body who's down to get plastic
bastard I get the party started with the arrogant bastard The homie stays stoned, the wifey get boned I keep her ass pregnant, drive my drunk ass home Cause she likes the beer like I like the brew Pump the pony keg, refilling my 22 With the L's, Pilsner, Lager or the Stout Hops till the party stops, I make the people shout Call the cops, call his pops, somebody carry him home Royalty at Bev, more my party well known Got the full sale, wholesale, not to do well Sometimes she may yelling like Timmy Your fellas keep the cellar, keep it domestic My big old fat top, time to get reckless Wherever I'm at, hey, yo, the party's right here You like Ed Hardy, we like beer Now who wants a 40? We want a 40 Who wants a court? We want a court You want a 32? No You want a whole kick? Yeah Well leave it up to me to start the party off right Take shots for your cup, we gon' do it all night I like drinking till I can't see And if you're in your right mind, stay away from me Anything from OE to PBR When it comes to getting drunk, I'm a superstar Got drunk in Japan, drunk in front of my mom Drink in front of the Alamo, smoking the bomb You can feel a little woozy, I earl in your koozie Threaten to shoot the party up with a toy koozie Till my kidneys and liver, your time is near You like hanging on Twitter, and we like beer Here's a beer, song for dudes who like beer Yo, you don't like beer? Get, Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here No, really, man, I think you should go home You pour me a beer, and my beverage is all foaming Keystone, the liquor store connoisseur Who's well-known at the San Franciscan Looking like Snake Bliskin Detroit Ghetto Blaster, racer number five Even Yingling, keep the party alive Shine a bot, rockin' La Stabby Rogue, Lagunitas, and what have we? The dude's sud savvy, I'm rude plus crabby Till I strap one on, the good cheer I fuck you up in beer pong right here Yeah, get my twist like New Year's you like TMZ? We like beer. Understand? Yo, man. Hold up. When I was 17, I'd ask the old man to take a couple corners and buy me a tall can. Back then, it's all about eight balls. Saying nine's good brew. Hanging out with my crew. Sometimes we get the night train or the thunder chicken. I thought it would pass. The nigga still sipping. I go hard like when I first wake up. Crack a cold one and pour the shit in my cup. Now here comes the madness. The night like Gladys. Call me Dino Bino. See, I'm the baddest. Worth the cash. This buzz for you. They should put me with the monkeys down in LA Zoo. And you can come see me for a small Watch me get drunk with my family You can take it to the bridge, I'll take it to the fridge Make sure it's real quiet so I can hear the fears When you see me in public, know my bottle is near Y'all niggas like tight pants, we like beer You don't stop